Welcome to Women Rise, We All Thrive, a Schneider Electrics podcast dedicated to bringing you stories of how women rise in a historically male-dominated industry. At Schneider Electric, we believe that both men and women are critical to achieving gender equality and promoting women's empowerment. We commit to act as an agent of change and build a better world where gender diversity, equality, and inclusion are real. In this podcast series, you will hear real stories of our colleagues across the globe, both female and male, on how they commit to being part of the solution and driving changes from the inside out. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast series. This is Jia Jun, or GD for short, your host. I'm excited to welcome back to the journeys of exploring how women in energies and women in leadership rise in a male-dominated industry, featuring our own employees as Nada Electric. In the last episode, we have talked about the progress that we make collectively in gender equality, discussing the internal and external challenges that women are facing in fulfilling their work and life, Our guest speaker, Jun Tan, has also highlighted the importance of overcoming challenges like beliefs, perceptions, or habits in women that are holding themselves back. At the very end of the sessions, she also introduced a very interesting program that we have been running as Nader Electrics with the name of How Women Rise, aiming to demystify the 12 common habits that women have been practicing unconsciously. And as we have agreed, we'll try to explore deeper each of these habits in our podcast series. So today, I'm excited to start with the very first one, Reluctant to Climb Your Achievement. Joining me in this episode today is Lily Move, Commercial and Transformations Vice President, Power Product as NATO Electric, East Asia, Japan, and Pacific. Hi, Lily. Thanks for joining us today. Can you tell the audience briefly about yourself? Hi, Jia. Thanks for having me. And for this is really a dear-to-my-heart topic. And I'm Lily, very happy to be part of Women in Energy. A short brief background about myself, uh, I'm very fortunate to be given chance in various roles and exposure in my career path. I'm engineering trained, started as a PLC programmer, having doing project management, quality, TQM, commercial methodology, sales, country management, and now in the commercial transformation. I will say that, you know, I think I'm old and age. I'm 28 years of working life, have been with three companies, experienced with 18 different bosses or direct manager. Wow. Uh, you can say that either I change role or either my manager change role. Okay. <laughs> Which is good, right? Yeah. In my personal life, that uh, I'm very proud that uh, to tell our female colleagues that I'm a mother of three grown-up kids. And I have a super supportive husband. That, and also, I think I have my, my mom and my mother-in-law helping me. So that is my blessing and fortunate part that can make me more concentrated and focused in career. Working on gender diversity, being a spokesperson for women in career and leadership, inspire and unleash women power. Th- these are my great passion in, in life that I, I wish to do more in this part. Well, thank, thanks for the introductions, Lily. And I think this is quite powerful when you say that you started out as an engineer, especially in this industry where it, it used to be, you know, very male-dominated. 
right? And then you move off and, you know, doing various um, assignment and then changing your career path to more general management. And in fact, I know that you actually among one of the first female general managers as Nader Electric. Can you tell us more about that experience? Oh, yes, yes. I'm actually very glad uh, to be very proud of myself also to be among one of the first female country managers. And I tell you what, when I, I recall that when I was informed by a zone, my, my zone president that I was selected to be country manager for Malaysia in the evening, you know, and guess what? My first reaction and response to him is that, why me? Why not so-and-so? Oh. <laughs> and I give a few names, you know, some more. That is the real exhibit of women reluctant to claim your achievement. I'm the victim of that, I think, sir. Oh, well, thanks for that. Yeah, and I think that's really, you know, bring us to the topic of our podcast series today as well. So now, Lily, what do you think about the perspective that Shanley has just uh, offered? If I ask myself now, I think I still that won't be able to say that, yes, I achieved that, you know, I still will spread yeah. the credit that to say that, no, we, without the team, I wouldn't have make it and all this, right? I think that the women in that is not only that, you know, that for us to stand up to say that I have achieved certain things. I think further to that, that as an Asian culture, we have been grown up with the value of being humble or being modest. I don't know, it applies more to women. So I don't know that whether my male colleagues that they also have that kind of grown out, why they can overcome that. But I feel that uh, we are pushed very hard by our parents with high expectation. And it is kind of setting us back to claim for achievement. As we feel that the bar could be higher, you know, why should I satisfy with that that I achieve, right? And we tend to say we can do better, You know, we tend to to say that, oh, we need other, uh, it's, oh, it's a team effort. And this also may give a wrong perceptions that uh, the target is not being met or we, we are not that capable or things are partially met. You know, it actually have a negative impact in the receiver. And for women that we usually work double the efforts, I think that, you know, I've seen in organization and we got to achieve much more comparing to our male colleagues, right? To be able to get seen in organization. Hmm, I think that's interesting. However, I'm just wondering why women tend to be hindered by this habit more than men. Any insight on this, Lily? I'm actually one of them. Uh, when I read the books that I feel, they're always exactly what <laughs> describing me, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, in my current job, I also spend a lot of times that, you know, you see, my passion is to, to bring up more women leaders or so. That uh, or to actually have more female colleagues in this world, as you say that we are in in our industry, we are actually in much more uh, a male-driven kind of uh, business or, or nature, right? I spend lots of time that actually hearing and, and encouraging female colleagues, and I found that many of of them they are capable. They are capable career women. Uh, they contribute and they create great impacts to, to business and to the surrounding. They usually take job satisfaction as a first priority, as inspiration. You know, they aspire to be that. They will want to prove that they can do it. However, they are not eager for power. Hence, they actually don't claim for it. And they, they are being seen more as a supporting 
to others and rather than leading others. And I will say that we women in the organizations that we don't wish to be confined with a small scope. We also aim to be able to create impact, you know, to be impactful to the organization. And we usually mistaken, I would say that we mistaken ambitious as equals to eager for power or eager to climb corporate ladders. And this is very wrong. Being ambitious also imply that we actually want to do more and we want to be impactful. It doesn't mean that ambitious is just, you know, equals to power ego. When I ask a female colleague, you know, what inspired them in career? The spontaneous response usually, oh, I'm not that ambitious. I just want to have job satisfaction or I just being satisfied with my own value and contribution to the team. You know, these are the things that I, I usually heard as, as a first reaction. Right. But when I further talk and probe into that and actually you will find that they actually want to do a lot more. They're asking for a lot more. They aim high in the, what they want to make good in their current job and what they want to be an impactful kind of contribution. So I tell them that you are ambitious. And what we need to know that if you want to do more, and if you want to unleash our capability, then we need to move up the position. And we need to you know, have a position that we can expand more. So to do that, we need to be seen that we can actually move up to that position so that we can actually contribute more. Imagine that the persons that evaluate you on, on that higher position or bigger capacity kind of positions, that, that of course it got to be fair to the persons that they got to see that, you know, you are capable to do that. If you're not being seen, you will not be, be chosen. So I will say that being purposeful, that, you know, the, that women will need to know that if I desire for that, then I got to make, make it for that. Well, agree, agree. Now back to your personal story, right? And I heard you mentioned that you are still, you know, having this topic in you. However, if you look at your career, you've been, you know, expanding your role and your responsibilities and, you know, even leading a country, being the first female general managers as NIDA Electrics in Asia, right? So I think you must have done something about this, <laughs> this habit particularly, right, to support you with that. So, so can you share a little bit more about that? I mean, like some of the things that you have have done differently to really to step up and yeah as you said to be seen in your career i think the naturally you know my bad habit that come that i will tell you that uh, i'm not sure i can be a good role model here <laughs> yeah now, now you need to claim your credit <laughs> now you need to claim your achievement yeah and uh, because i really have seen that you know i have other colleagues that who do much more that you know in in naturally claiming their credits right but in my job capacity, I actually, I take all chance because I know that this is the, the, the habit that hinder us. So I take all chance to facilitate for many of my female colleagues to voice out and to demonstrate their achievement. I, I inspire them to take bigger responsibility. And uh, I, I, for example, that I provide them a platform to take lead of uh, initiative or some step up projects and want them to present it to the management or higher management, right? And doing that, that uh, it will actually kind of like push me 
to demonstrate that I can actually, you know, selling my my achievement, you know, that presenting my achievement. And and this actually give me a lot of positive energies to to overcome such a habit. I think that's great, right? Because from one hand, it's, it's important for us to encourage uh, female college to step up. But I think from the other hand as well, we need to create opportunities for them as well, right? Yeah, you need to have that, that kind of environment because that in the nature, they won't, you know, stand up to say that I have made this thing. We may need to put some attentions that to those silence workers. That, uh, and you'll find a lot of them are, are this female, you know, they, they're very much... Uh, projecting themselves as a supporting role instead of leading role. They don't actually raise the hand, say, I want to lead. So we got to kind of like intentionally to say that, hey, can you please lead this? Oh, so so that, that's something that we, you know, the leaders would have to spot it and, and encourage that. Well, I think it's important that we should give, you know, equal opportunities for both men and women take up leadership role, right? But just out of curiosity, Lily, so back in your, you know, time of being general for managers, country managers, how many female leaders do you have in your board management? But my uh, reason one in uh, in Taiwan, I don't know the, the, the male colleagues there will actually blame me or not. That uh, <laughs> when I arrive, it's only me and my HR are female. Wow, uh, out nice. of the 10 people in, in the in the management team, uh, 10 or 11. And when I leave, I think 80% are female. Now, actually, I, I think that's the moment that I still recall as well because I think that was in 2019, right? And Japan, uh, yeah. Taiwan will actually recognize as the, you know, the country with the best diversity in the zone because you have done, done such a great job in women hirings and women in leadership because of that. <laughs> right. that, 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 that's true that's true I, I should claim for that now. I'm very proud of that also and then uh, I think the key thing is that we should have a, a quite an equal pool of talents in the countries you know in the market right it, it's just that it could be that I resonance better that uh, it could be like I actually spend time to listen to that or I can actually you know pointed out that you know how they, they they should stand up that uh, to or I create a platform for them to actually you know unleash their their capability. So uh, I I think that or, or they they are being inspired, right? They see that okay doesn't means that uh, a mother of three cannot be good in a career. So they actually being inspired. Or thanks for these wonderful insights and great personal example, Lily. Do you have any final advice for the audience out there who is listening to our podcast today? I would think that it needs a lot of hard work. It needs a lot of open-minded also. I will actually encourage everyone that to, you know, to stay very open to challenges, very open to exposure, you know, never say die kind of attitude and working objectively. That will be the path forward for everyone. It's just that particularly for women, don't underestimate yourself, Right. And I also want to take the opportunity. I feel it's important for that, that uh, I want to have a call for action for our male colleagues, you know. Please notice the surrounding silent, hard work female colleagues. We, you know, the female colleagues, we are not just good to support you all, uh, to support the team, but we are also having potential to lead the team. This is the message that I, I actually want, want, want to get everybody on this topic. 
Thanks for joining us today, Lily, and wonderful sharing. I have personally learned a lot uh, from our conversation today, and hope that the audience has also taken some impactful takeaway as well. So please join the conversation with us and leave your comments. And see you in the next episode. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Should not be undertaken as financial, economic, legal, business, tax, or investment advice. The information, statements, views, and opinions should not be construed as the provision of advice by Schneider Electric or as an offer to buy or sell any products or services, or to make or consider any investment or course of action. Unless stated otherwise or with quoted source, the facts provided in this podcast are the speech.